Welcome to the Coach and B Show, your Hollywood radio show for personal development. And today on the Coach V Show, powered by the Island City Media Group, we are featuring Dr. Stephen Petelo. And his story is amazing. I mean, I knew this cat back in the 90s, and now he's really moving in his purpose, serving youth in so many different levels. And now he's a freaking professor at San Francisco State University. So shout out to my guy, Dr. Stephen Petelo. Shout out to your parents. Shout out to your wife and, and your, your kid. And I look forward to fellowshipping in person soon. But until then, stay tuned after this word from our sponsor, the feature of Dr. Stephen Petelo. <laughs> Whenever it's cold outside and you need a little heat At the game or in a plane, it's comfortable on your feet When it's time for a nap, it's a pillow for your sleep Get your comfy blanket now Get your comfy blanket now Welcome to the Coach V Show your Hollywood radio show for personal development with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we work to be our best and live our best life. Offering for your considerations from some of my insights, but mostly from our featured guests, these success frameworks, behavioral models, and life lessons that should you find value in them, that you subscribe and deploy it all over your life, leadership, and business. Today, I got one of my boys from, the, from back in the hood, from back in the heyday down in SoCal, my man, Dr. Stephen Petelo, who is currently an adjunct professor at the College of San Mateo for Project Change, a unique pioneer community college support program in California that provides wraparound student support services and direct access to post-secondary education for the incarcerated youth and in-person college instruction inside juvenile youth facilities. In addition, Doctor is a mentor for the MANA program at CSM, a transfer support and mentor for the MANA program, transfer support program aimed at uh, Pacific Islander American students that focus, uh, focuses on specialized retention support strategies needed for college success. With over 15 years of work experience in juvenile uh, probation, Doctor has seen great success in his previous life working in juvenile pr probation by leveraging his ability to relate and empathize with incarcerated youth. What a concept. I love that. During that time, uh, Stephen began to witness how at-risk, underprepared, and underrepresented students excelled while they were incarcerated due to the controlled environment. Uh, they were in. In May 2022, Stephen completed his doctoral degree in educational leadership at the San Francisco State University, where he was also hired as a professor in the criminal justice studies. Um, in that, uh, Stephen's research interest is helping justice systems impacted Pacific Islander youth transitions through college and into society using education as a key 
to success. Stephen holds a Bachelor's of Science in Kinesiology from the University of Laverne. Shout out Laverne, shout out Pomona, shout out Ontario. That's our hood. He also holds a Master's Degree in Criminal Justice from Boston University. Stephen is a first-generation Tongan American and first-generation collegiate athlete and graduate. He also uh, a proud husband and father to a spirited five-year-old boy who happens to be his mother's twin. Welcome to the Coach B Show, your boy, Dr. Stephen Bettelo. Brother Steve, thanks for making time to come on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invite, Coach V. Appreciate Man, it. how are you? Catch me up. Uh, and you know what? Before that, what's your genesis point? And what got you here? Like, where did you start? Family, where you were born and all that. Catch us up, please. Shoot. Born in Tonga. Parents are from, from Tonga. Um, uh, pops is uh, Ngedeia. Mom is, how they say, Halataufa, uh, uh, right? And so uh, I was born there, but I came here maybe, I still a baby, maybe after one. Um, so I was basically raised in, in, in San Mateo. Uh, high school throughout. I went through high school here. Uh, college, CSM where I, was where I started at College of CSM, uh, San Mateo, and from there, <clears throat> um, moved on. Try you know trying the football thing uh, as most of us all do, uh, Islanders. Um, got a scholarship to NAI school out in Kansas. Ended up there. Uh, coach um, actually left for a better job. Ended up in Laverne. Um, long story short, I was in Laverne um, and, and just couldn't play anymore. Tried Azusa, couldn't play. I just my uh, when I got hurt, just couldn't pass the physical. Um, so I decided, you know what, Plan B is finish school, right? And so um, finish school and go to work because uh, I needed I needed a place to stay. Uh, I was living uh, from. Uh, you know, teammates. I was living on uh, on the floor. I was living on uh, in their uh, garages, wherever I, I could stay. I would stay. Right. I didn't want to come home. Uh, to me, coming home was failure. I was fail. Right. Uh, mm. Parents. Everything was. You know, we we did this for you. You know, and that's it, that's in my back of my head. I don't want to go home because then that's just failure. Um, so uh, went finished school at Laverne. Uh, it took me a few years. Had to go through all the junior colleges just to finish one class, right? And and so finally finished that class, finally graduated, um, moved from there, stayed stayed in uh, Pomona, but um, got a job in uh, the group homes. That's how the probation went, right? I started in group homes first, then went to a treatment facility in San Dimas. Uh, shout out to San Dimas. Um, from there, uh, worked with probation kids in probation, right? So it's a treatment facility. Um, but there's also kids in probation. That's how the love of probation came towards me was helping kids. Um, and this is back in 2000. <clears throat> and so uh, from there, I worked, 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 kept moving up. Um, but they wouldn't give me an administration position because I didn't have a master's degree. Right. I had the bachelor's, but they wouldn't give me that. that. But they were so they were getting guys with masters in there, but they were running them out. The kids were running them out just because they were only book smart, right? They didn't have any other mm. but just book smarts, right? And so when they were gone, I'm the one that would be running the, the show. And so I told them, I said, you either going to give me that position or I'm going to leave. And so um, 
the only reason I left is because I got into to a master's program, uh, criminal justice program in Portland State. Right. Uh, some of the boys were going to school there for football and they were like, yo, there's a criminal justice program here. Maybe you just apply and see what happens. Applied, got in. And I ended up in Portland State. And now this is fast forward to 2005. Right. So I was in Pomona from 2000, 2005, uh, working uh, the treatment facility. Uh, finally left, um, got into school. So from 05 to about 07. I'm in school. I'm in, in my master's program. Um, so things happen, misunderstanding, and, and so this is this is that that uh, that area where I'm I'm navigating areas that I've never been in. Right? There's no islanders in here. It's all Palangi people, few Uriuris sprinkled in here, and I'm still I'm trying. You know, I'm doing my best, and I'm still young at that time, right? And so I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how to do to write academically, right? And nobody mm -hmm. taught me how to write academically, um, uh, how to do uh, citations. You know, they're teaching you as you go, right? I never paid attention when I was in, I, was, I wasn't the best student either. Um, but I, I got called in to the, uh, to the dean's office. I said, man, you, uh, you plagiarized, right? And, and I was like, yo, um, this is how you taught me to write. This is what you told me I how I should do it. And so, uh, long story short, I talked to the dean. We got it through. He goes, and I, I and I needed a, I ne all I needed was a B to stay in, in this class or to stay in the program. I did good in the rest of my class. What he did was he gave me a C, right? Gives me a C, and he goes, you know what? We're gonna delay your. Uh, you're gonna have to go through another year, right? A whole full year uh, to actually graduate. I was like, what? So. I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm done. I'm I'm going home. And so I leave. I I quit. I actually quit. Like this is this was somewhere where it it hurt me so bad that um someone really didn't like what I was doing and, and was uh accusing me of actually cheating, right? When I was just doing what I was told. And so I left, I came back home to San Mateo. Um didn't tell my parents what what happened, just told them I was coming home. I was just tired of being awake. So now I moved back. This is back in 08. So now I've been eight years gone, removed from home. And I moved back to San Mateo. And now San Mateo, I'm like, what am I going to do with myself? You know, I'm not just going to come home and sit here. So I get, I apply straight to probation here in San Mateo County. And I get right in. Uh, this is a long process, obviously, but I finally get in. Um, and I'm going to school. And I applied to San Jose State at this time, right? I get to San Jose State. I talk to the dean. My schedule doesn't fit, right? And so I'm working because I just started. I started in probation. And probation, you know, it, it's a union, and you have to stick with your hours, and you got to do, you know. So I had to find another way. I wanted to get my – I needed this master's because I started. Something that I started, I want to finish it, right? So how do I finish it? I applied to Boston University. I got – somebody had uh, told me about Boston University. I could finish it online. So I applied. I get in, um, long story short, I finally graduate, um, and I get my master's. I finish it online, um, and I'm working probation this whole time. I'm working, I'm working, I'm moving up. And um, about, say, 20, about 2012, uh, I get this feeling of, of 
of not growing, right? Mm. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm I'm everything is for the kids, right? But knowing when you work in a union and you work with people, disgruntled uh, employees, right? Because they they they're just there for the for the money. They're not there for anything else, right? And so they make work even harder. It's more difficult because they're not there to 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 work to help these kids. They're there just to collect the check. So as I'm getting as I'm moving up in the uh, in the ranks, I see um, just the way things are are going and how kids are being treated and. I felt like I think more I, I could do a better job, not inside, right, the the punitive way, but more of a prescriptive uh, angle. And so um, had a um, a friend because from church. Uh, shout out to Fee Finalto. She's the one that that got me into uh, actually to teaching in college in the college level, right? She goes, uh, "What are you doing right now?" So I'm still in probation. I said, uh, but I'm not feeling it anymore just because of what I'm seeing and what I'm doing out there. I don't feel like I'm growing. She goes, man, we got this program. We j- it's just starting now. This is fast forward about 2014. Um, it just started, and uh, we're working with incarcerated youth, right? But it's a program to where it's wraparound where you teach inside, and when they get out, you put, we're, we're moving them, transferring them also to, into college so they can uh, work on getting their degree. And this is the first program, right? This is the first program in California where it does that. And um, I was like, man, sign me up. I'm going to apply. I apply, and I fit right in, and I go right in. And I'm working with the same population that I've been working with, right? And I'm loving it, and this is and this is what I wanted to do. Now, I start teaching, and, and uh, I'm working at CSM with, the, with, uh, with Project Change. And uh, going back and forth, teaching inside the uh, facilities and also teaching on on campus. And um, I get to that point again where I, how I felt at, at in the facilities, right in juvenile hall, where I wasn't growing, I wasn't feeling it. And at this time, Fee is in her doctorate program. She's in her second year, and she's like, "Yo, why don't you? Uh, if you feel like this, you know, why don't you apply?" She's pushing me. She's pushing me this whole time. And so I was like, "Oh, uh, yes, you know, maybe." It took me a whole year, another year to finally jump in and apply. Um, and so I finally applied. If it's fast forward now to 2018, this is December of 2018. I'm in Toronto uh, visiting in-laws uh, for, for the holidays. So 2018, um, this is during the Christmas time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger. I apply. Fast forward now. To 2019 of May, I finally get accepted, um, and I'm accepted, and I'm now at San Francisco State University in my doctoral program, um, and I'm just just going through it, and I'm and again I'm at that a point in my life where I'm like, damn, what am I doing? Well, you know, um, I don't know anybody else in this program but Fee who, who's gone through it. There's a few other colleagues from College of San Mateo that went through it, and then I meet another Tongan. Uh, Wesley Higano, and we're in the same program, same time. We 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 get in there the same at the same moment, and that bond built, and we we went through that three year program. Um, you know, uh, it was like it felt like it was just yesterday, but um, I think it's when you have that that brotherhood, that sister, you know, 
that's been there and, and also somebody next to you going through the same thing that you're going through, it, it made that that time uh, go by um, not easy. You know, you still you got to get something good, you know, whatever, something worth it. You got to go through that struggle. And, I, and it was um, a lot of things that that there are no words to describe it. Right. It's something that you have to actually experience to actually feel uh, coming out at the other end. Um, how it was, how it was worth it, right? It's something definitely worth it. So now I'm here now, 2022, graduated, um, and then at the same time I got offered a, a, a job at the same university uh, teaching criminal justice. So and so that's where I'm at now. I'm on two campuses. I'm at CSM and at San Francisco State. So Steve, I I've always known your spirit to be this way, but even on this virtual platform, I could tell that. You have a heightened level of awareness just by the words you use. Um, and I'm not that smart of a person. I graduated from UC Davis and all that, but I, I know people like that's my jam. And brother, you have just come so far and you're you just seem so heightened in your awareness, uh, confident in who you are. So some let's let's start with uh, one life lesson. What's a life lesson um, that you would like uh, the audience to know? about your experience, like coming out on the other side, right? Yeah. Not yeah. being able, I mean, cause I mean, it's hard enough for not just the kids that you work with, but us individually as people yeah. that are professionals helping other people level up. Yeah. That our identity crisis there in every stage of our life is trying to figure out who we are and being good with who we are. Sure. Is that true? And, and then and let's start with some life lessons through your journey. What's number one? Number one is, is, is we, man, there's no, I will say this, people can make blueprints, right, of how they got to, from point A to point B, but some people that follow that blueprint will end up on a detour, right, and it's because there's a lot of construction going on at the, at, at, during that, that process, right, um, some of the roads are never the same. And some of the challenges are never the same. Um, your life is not the same as the other person, right? So I feel like when you're, when you see somebody that you idol, you want to model your life after, and you look up to that person, right? Um, it you want to you want to try to follow that blueprint, but it will never be the same. And so mm. that's my my uh life lesson to you is never give up right when you hit those detours take that detour wherever it leads you try to get back on the same road and keep going to until you get to point b because it is definitely challenging um to get um uh, where you want to be right success is measured and different everybody measures success differently um but the challenges in life are different for everybody um people have different starting points people uh a privilege. I'm a I'm a very privileged Tongan American, right? I uh great parents raised me right. Uh, mm. put me, you know, put me in, in a position to where I can be successful. Um some of my peers weren't like that, right? And so I feel like that's where I want to be that person to steer and help also help support those that weren't as privileged and uh weren't as uh lucky as I was. Right. I, I love that family. Talk about that. Uh, I, I my parents. Shout out to my parents. who are probably yeah. watching the show. Yeah. Mom and Dad, love you. 
Um, and, and I am, especially in my younger years, um, they they were the ones that were everything to me. Talk about the life lessons that your parents taught you as, as a child that helped you get to where you are today. Oh, man. And, and Stephen, please, and yeah. please introduce us to your parents, their names. Yeah, right, for sure. All of that, please. Sure. Uh, Pops is Daniela Betelo, uh, and mom is uh, Cristina Betelo, right? And so, uh, man, growing up, uh, I, they were always working, right? They were always working. And so, um, as an only child, my parent, my, my mom is one of 13. My, my dad is one of 12. So mm -hmm. I always had babysitters, right? So uncles, aunts, it was always, and so I grew up with my uncles, with my aunts, seeing how they did, right? But when my parents were both around, those were where uh, the jams were coming from, right? My pops always, Always found a way to come and when I was a kid, when I was still young, right, uh, to put me to bed and tell me, like, you know, how I should represent our family, how I, I need to live my life. Right? And this has started at a young age. And this is something that I carry with myself and, and try to pass on to my son also. Um, and it's always been right. Like how, when I used to when we play sports and I get I have a bad I used to have a bad temper going, going in sports. Right. Mm. I'd be like, yo, what's going on? Like, and, and you know, he'll tell me uh, this, this is not how this is not how it's supposed to be. You know, like sportsmanship and all. And I just, um, it's something that it it was great because it was instilled in me at a young age. And as I got older, I finally understood those lessons that they were both giving me. Right, my mom, same thing, hard worker. Uh, nine to five every day, right? And she, and her work was at least 30, 40 miles away and she'd drive and come home. And when she get home, she's doing the cooking. She's doing the cleaning. She's doing all of that stuff, right? So I'm seeing both of my parents working out hard. And so that's where I get that. Um, it's been there since day one because they work hard. I want to work hard, right? And so um, that's always been there. That's always been there. Um, and I and then you know, you, there's also the other side where there's some family members you see not doing the same thing, right? But because of my parents, um, how they uh taught me and how I was raised, it was it was great. I, I felt like I was definitely I'm I, and I'm grateful for them, very grateful. Owe them so so much. That's right. And you know this being in behavioral studies and being in, in probation. I mean, we model what we see. No one can duplicate an action that they have not been influenced either in their surroundings and an experience in their upbringing. Right. No, nobody can. Right. So, I mean, the, the, the parents, I mean, that's where it all starts. Well, what about like for me being at UC Davis, I was the only Tongan yeah. um, that was on the team. Um, there was only four of us on campus. Right. Yeah. What about that that deal? Like, yeah, life is a team sport. It takes a village. You know, you need your people. You need your culture. But your success is yours and yours alone to earn. And nobody's going to give it to us, Steve. What about that? How, uh, did you get any life lessons like that with you and your boy being the only two in the doctorate program? Right? Mm. Yeah. Talk about that, please. Sure. Uh, man, in that program. And, you know, it, it, and that's how it was for me. And, and I, I go back to kindergarten because... I was the only one in kindergarten, right? All the right, way up. Right. And so I go now I fast forward all the way up to college. I think back to that, right? Um and and you we lean on each other, but but at the same time, we still have to do the work, right? Mm -hmm. uh, 
Um, but that support is great because you're like, yo, man, you know, you're like, oh, man, I got this thing at church I got to get to. It's like, get to it, bro. But I, I got the notes, you know, or whatever. Hit me up. We'll work on it after. But um, we we know uh, the things that um, go on outside of our lives that affect us inside, uh, you know, when, when you're whatever it may be, if it's school or work or whatever. Right. And we understand that. And, and it's funny because when we uh, also during um school when we when we talk and say oh this is you know Tongans islanders we go through this and that to uh people outside of our our uh, out of our uh uh culture to them it's 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 great it's something they've never heard before right yeah and so it's us sharing that also and, and just also highlighting it right and then it 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 um it 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 gives us also that pride and it, it makes us work even harder towards it too, just showing them what we're doing, how our culture is, and this is how we, you know, this is how we roll together, whatever. And but it's great to see how everything that we talk about is like, oh man, that's amazing. This is great, and and, um, and just uh, I guess also being like just a, a a few of us that have gone through it, right? And it, it gives you also that pride knowing that oh yeah, there's only you know there's only a few of us in it, but there also can be more, right? That's right. We right. That. We want to set that as something that we want to keep pushing. There's, there should be more of us, and there there That's will right. be more of us, right? That's right. I love that. Not not being an anomaly or something that that uh, you know mm-hmm. varies here and there or once in a generation or once in a decade. Man, this should be our daily experience, mm-hmm. right? To have people that are setting a standard and expectation in certain industries, leaders in certain industries, let alone um, doctorates and master's program. This should be the the norm within within our people. I love that. Within all that, right, being born in Tonga, coming out here, Bay Area born, Southern California influence, taking classes at Portland State, Boston University, going online, trying to figure this out. Like, what would be your message to the world, doctor? Man. I uh something that I that um that I love that I learned especially in my dissertation. Um so my dissertation I, I had and so when you say the, the justice system impacted students, right? So I take the I take the word uh, incarcerated and I and changed it to justice system because it's the it's the justice system that is what is impacting these students, right? And um I, I what I learned from just from the Talanoas that I had with these three that I that um that I did my research on and how much education and this is not education just in schools in the buildings right this is education outside and and what I want I guess my message is is education is not only in school it's outside right and something uh I I took from it is um and I've learned from other scholars too is Education is liberation, right? And I feel that when you do, um, when you when the, when you do learn new things, right? And you and not only learning new things, it's not just about learning it, but it's how you use it in your life. Um, it it is liberating, right? Um, because not only are you uh, receiving this new information, you're sharing it. And you're also helping at the same time, right? And so I, I always, I always try to to share with my students because that's what it's about: is educating yourself, 
and liberating yourself at the same time. Not only mm. from these systems, right, that they're in, like the, the justice system, but also just the 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 mind, because there's a lot of stuff out there that can take you down a whole nother uh, rabbit hole. I love that. And we know everybody out there is incarcerated by something. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's held captive by something. But yeah. most people self-captive themselves and self-incarcerate themselves, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, and not every country, I mean, but particularly in the United States of America, I mean, I can't just wake up in Tonga or, or North Korea or Arab countries or China and be like, you know what? I'm going to become a motivational speaker. I didn't even know motivational speaking was a deal. Right. I just got paid to go speak. Then I figured out, man, coaching, ongoing programs, having actual curriculum like mm -hmm. that's where the knowledge plus accountability and helping people execute and perform on their dreams, hopes and aspirations. That's empowerment. Right. But I mean, it's just amazing how much we self-incarcerate ourselves. So thank you for that. I love that message. And in that, what would be like, why come on the Coach V show and talk about your story? Like, why do that, doctor? Um, education has been getting a bad rap for the, you know, past few years, uh, probably because of COVID, probably because of politics, mm. um, media, right? Um, and people are like, well, you know, you don't need, you don't need math. You don't need this. I mean, yeah, it could be true, right? You don't need this to do this. But here's the thing um, that I want to say is um, education, education is, is a, is a notch on your belt. It's something that it's a, that you could put in your toolbox and you could use it for whatever it is that you're doing in your life, for entrepreneurship, for mm. whatever it is you would like to move and level up. Right. Uh, Coach V always talks about leveling up and education is not just going to school. Like I've always said, it's the lessons that, excuse me, that you've learned in your life. It's the people that have come into your life and dropped gems. It's, it's soaking up all that knowledge from the, uh, from the experiences that you've had, right? And so I say to, to you and to everybody else, the reason I came on here is to say education is the key to success and it's not the only key, right? It's mm. a janitor's key that, you know, you see shaking, right? It's one of those keys, right? It's it, It'll open the door for you. It's not going to open all the doors. That's on you. Uh, uh, to choose how you want to live your life. But that's just one set of many keys to success. Thank you for that, doctor. I love that. I love that. Well, and what, what, what about a final message about being on the Coach V show and, and, and really anything else that's coming down the pipe, right? You can shout out, you can do your shout outs right now and then talk about, hey, what's coming next for, for, for the doctor? Sure. Uh, shout out to my, uh, Tonga Research, my Cali Tonga Research Association peeps, uh, that, that goes to uh, Afina Toa that I talked about, who was, you know, a major uh, reason that I, I chose to go after my doctoral, to Wesley, also to Esteli, who, who graduated from Stanford earlier this year. Um, and she's also one of the first professors at Stanford, Tongan professors at Stanford University, right? So uh, we, we're a major... Uh, we're pushing that that whole you know education agenda for our uh, Islander Tongan people, right? That, that you know there should be more doctors, there should be more master people uh, students out there. Um, shout out to my parents, shout out to my wife and my son, 
those two right there without them, they're my, you know, they're my backbone, uh, Janet and Steven Jr. Um, shout out to the rest of my, my family, my friends that have been, you know, holding me down through, you know, th throughout these years. Um, and they've always supported me, uh, whatever road I've gone down. Uh, but for me, yeah, uh, future-wise, um, at, 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 I love what I'm doing at SF State right now with the criminal justice thing. There is more that I want to do with the Project Change. Um, and there there is a entrepreneurship side that I'm going to uh, uh, pursue. Because um, I've it's something I never talked about is I had my own businesses before I went into uh, my doctorate program, right? I had my own security business. I had my own clothing line business. And, I, and those are still on, on hold, right? Um, and I still can go back to that whenever I feel like it, but I feel like I want to pursue going back to working with um, my justice system impacted students, but not inside of the college, but outside of it, because there are missing, uh, there are bridges, there, are, there needs to be more bridges in connecting these students to outside resources. Man, we haven't connected for a while, but I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to feature you and what you're doing. Uh, it is such a shining light, not just for our people, but for all people uh, to overcome, to level up, to become the best version of yourself. But now now getting there, uh, there's a calling for all of us that have getting, gotten to a certain level that is now for us to now help other people level up as well. So I really do look forward to catching up with you again on, on a future Coach V show and just checking in. You launch your clothing line, you launch some. We can launch it here on the show. And as the studio opens up now that COVID's uh, really settling down, we could get you down to Hollywood and, and we could uh, get you on an interview there as well. So thank you, Brother Steve. Thank you so much, Doctor, for coming on the show. Thank and you. for all of you that have tuned in to this episode of the Coach V Show on YouTube, on the podcast, and or the Coach V Facebook page, thank you so much for tuning in every Modern Motivation Monday. And really for Dr. and I, it's just not for the sake of success that you tune into a show like this, but really for the sake that you be your best. In doing so, you realize the best of your abilities and that everything you dream, work, and pray for can be achieved. This is how your boy, Dr. Steve, uh, Stephen Petelo lives and your boy, Coach V, rolls. All about faith and family. Grateful for God's amazing grace. For the doctor and your boy, Coach V, thank you so much for tuning in again. We'll see you next Modern Motivation Monday. One love, mad respects. Live it. Peace. Appreciate it.